Welcome to another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is December 26th. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas holiday. Hope everybody had a safe Christmas holiday. And happy Kwanzaa. First day. Umoja. If you celebrate that. Hope you make it very festive. Understand the principles. Incorporate each and every one of those principles. Discuss them. Say, see how they're going to apply to your life in the past and for the upcoming year. Let's get right into this podcast. Okay. There was a stimulus bill passed. Uh... <laughs> To say that this bill was passed is, uh, I mean, let's just be real. This thing is garbage. It's garbage. When you think about, let, let, let's start off with the fact that Donald Trump has trashed this bill. He even broke it down more so as to what this bill has in it and what is so ironic is that all of the unnecessary items or I should say the items that do not benefit Americans are in this bill and the monies that have been allocated to foreign interests this could have been used to go towards the total bill because let's let's okay let's backtrack originally the republican senate mitch mcconnell indicated that they had a bill it was half a billion dollars excuse me half a trillion half a trillion dollars 500 uh billion dollars the big things that McConnell had along with the foreign aid packages he wanted liability protection for businesses meaning that if say if an individual became sick at work or a customer became sick at work there would be stipulations in this bill where you could not sue said business this is what his priority is saving businesses. And when I say businesses, I'm not talking about all businesses. This was for major corporations, the McDonald's of the world, the Home Depots of the world, the Walmarts of the world. This wasn't for the small mom and pop businesses, you know, that mom and pop hardware store or that individual that have their own tax preparation company. This is to protect the companies like H&R Block. And of course, he had this so-called red line 
that he was not going to give into. However, one of the things that Mitch McConnell, and I think I said I talked about this in the last podcast, one of the things that Mitch McConnell started realizing was that the Democrat establishment, the Democrat candidates, they started using this as a, I guess, proponent on their behalf to booster support in the upcoming Senate race that's taking place in Georgia. Because McConnell knows that if those two Democrats win those seats, the Democrats will control the Senate. And pretty much he's done. Even to my understanding, even if one of these individuals win, it still will cripple the Senate in regards to the majority because, yes, the Republicans will still have the majority by one vote. But at the same time, all it would take now is for the Democrats to get one of the Republican senators to cross over. And let's be real. Um, the senator from Maine, the senator Mikowski from Alaska, you know, there's Mitt Romney. I forget, there's another one also. It's four of them. In fact, these were the four senators that the Democrats had won over to cross lines so that the Democrats could start talking about a proposed stimulus bill. And from there, that's when Mitch McConnell also putting one to putting one and one together. Well, let's be real. Mitch McConnell's he's not he's a dumb ass, but he's not a dummy. So when he saw that this was coming, he jumped on that bandwagon, you know, erased this so-called red line that he swore that he would never step over and started willing and dealing. Which, of course, the Democrats, which is, you know, this is what I so fucking hate about the Democrats. They give in. They give in to just straight bullshit. So they come up with this $900 billion package that don't, don't it, it doesn't do nothing. That's like saying to a drowning man, I'm going to throw a line to you with the concept that I'm saving you, but the, the other end of the line, it ain't attached to shit. So you just, if anything, you just, you, you, you almost, that's almost like teasing. That's, I mean, that's, you know, six, $600 stimulus. You went from $1,200 to a $600 bill that you're going to give people when the Democrats had a package that was like somewhere between one, one trillion, three trillion, one to three trillion dollars, which it indicated that there was an amount of 
six, excuse me, $2,000. You're talking about $600. Who the fuck has a $600 rent? Who, who lives off of $600? You know, people, I mean, I'm talking about people that were working and lost their jobs due to this virus. There's a good chance that these people were not living anywhere for $600. I've seen what a $600 apartment looks like. It's just, that's, that's bullshit. But what bothered me is that the Democrats, and I, and I know the Democrats are saying, well, it's better than nothing. But really, it is, it's nothing. This thing is, like I said, this thing is so bad that Donald Trump made the statement that this is garbage. So when Donald Trump comes down on the individual in his own party, and I get it, you know, Donald Trump, like I tell people, January 20th is still a long way from here in regards to what he can do to fuck shit up. Because you best believe he gonna fuck shit up before January 20th. So, of course, now he's threatening not to sign off on this. Now, you know, if if this forces the Republicans to go back, and also you got to realize we're also looking at a government shutdown. That's coming up this, this week. So if things don't get straightened out, we're going to have a government shutdown for the new year. So that's really going to have shit fucked up. But Trump is somehow, you know, and it's like you hate to say that he's he's on the side of the American people when in four years he ain't done shit for him. Now all of a sudden he's going up against his own party and indicating that he is not going to sign this bill because... It's too low. And it, 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 is, it, is so, it is so amazing how these Republicans are so stupid, how they hitch their wagon to this man and all he's done is shitted on them. And see, they have to save face and just stand there and smear this shit on their face. It goes back to, I think it was when the COVID virus was peaking and the governor of Georgia, he sat there and was implementing stipulations that was even harsher than what the president was proposing just to make it look like he's the president's bitch. So he's going to focus on appeasing the president while not giving a rat's ass about the citizens of Georgia, only for Trump 
to run his ass over. And this is exactly now, Trump is right back in that bus and he's ex running, he's running over the whole Republican Senate. But what, you know, what got my attention also on this, and I, I need some clarification on this. Okay, Donald Trump indicated that he, he, his quote was, I am also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation, and what he's talking about, the stimulus package. Just like I mentioned, they had a number of things that just, it don't even, how do they even pertain? He said, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to ask Congress to get rid of this stuff immediately and send me a suitable bill or else the next administration will have to deliver a COVID relief package. And maybe that administration will be me and we will get it done. What the fuck is he talking about? The next administration may be me and we will get it done. What is this, what is this guy up to? And it's funny because I, 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 I post this on my Facebook page and I'm thinking, am I the only one that caught this? This guy is not backing down. And this guy has something up his sleeve. And I'm trying to think, what are, the, what are all of the possible or possibilities or situations that could prevent Joe Biden from being elected I mean, excuse me, sworn in as president on January 20th. I mean, what, what, could, what, what could happen? I mean, you know, there's some people that say, well, if we go into a war, you can't change the administration. I don't know about that. I, I, to my knowledge, I never heard of that. But to me, I don't think that that will stop the inauguration. It might not be as festive. I mean, even if they got to take Joe Biden in a bunker and swear him in, it could, I mean, it's going to happen. But what is it that this guy is thinking? What is it that he feels can happen? I mean, is he talking about when he's elected or possibly elected when he runs again? In 2024, I mean, he believes that there's no no stimulus package going to be put in place for the next four years. And see, I don't believe that. I believe when he says that the next administration may be me and we will get it done. It's like, what is he talking? I mean, that, that just, it just... It's like, where is he coming from? He's, he's playing his hand. And he's saying something that's right there in front of us. You know, we also, you know, there's 
tampering, supposed tampering by Russia, you know, that old tricks of hacking shit into computers and all this type of mess. What, I mean, I'm telling you, January 20th, we're less than a month away, but I'm telling you, it cannot, it cannot get here soon enough. Because dude, dude got something, dude got something up his sleeve. Also, you know, update on the, the Senate runoff. To my understanding, those numbers um, for early voting, they look good. They're saying things like record number of people have been turning out. Even with the holiday. So I think, I don't know, in, in the past history, people have never turned out in large numbers for runoffs. That's why in most cases, the incumbents usually have won. But I don't know, it, it looks different. It looks totally different. I mean, it, you know, okay, let's say the Democrats take the Senate. What could happen if Donald Trump do not sign? It's obvious benefits will be lost. You know, do I really feel that the bills that had rental protection and utility protections for individuals would like Georgia Power or Infinite Energy or your landlord, would they actually, with knowing the situation, am I to believe that these individuals will actually evict tenants? Would these, would these companies actually turn the power off? Because my understanding in the state of Georgia, there's a law that prohibits disconnecting electricity and gas when the temperature is below a certain level. Now, I don't know if that still existed. I remember about 15 years ago, that saved my ass when I had just um, graduated from college. Actually, it was 20 years ago. I had just graduated from college and things were lean. And the only thing that saved me from freezing that winter was because my bill was, the weather was below a certain temperature and the law stated that they could not disconnect. But you best believe come April in the spring, shit, that shit went straight off. And that bill was prorated. But my understanding right now, they can't do that. That law stands on the books. But again, I don't know how that is affected throughout the country. But it's just, you know, it's just a matter how these people are willing to play with the lives of American citizens. And they don't give a rat's ass. You think about it. Mitch McConnell's whole purpose for holding this up is to protect businesses. He don't give... And the thing is, you're thinking, even if you put that in there, 
Why, why make it such a low number? A low number that nobody can sustain themselves off of. Why, why, what is the benefit of him harming American workers? Now, you know what? I get, I get him not wanting to give money, the PPE checks to businesses because it saved a lot of small businesses. So these restaurants that, you know, these restaurants that are just independent. Yes, a corporation like McDonald's, Burger King. Yeah, they want them to go under. Because they want us to continue eating their shitty food. Instead of eating some nice gourmet restaurant. But, you know, why would you, you know, Republicans talk this. The small business this, the small business that. The small business is the backbone of the country, but you're not doing nothing to help them. And I don't get how these supporters vote for this. How they are not understanding that this party don't give a rat's ass about them. And I mean, it's like, yeah, I get it. The majority of these people, the majority, the majority of the Trump supporters, it's about race. I get it. But you're willing, you're willing to support racism over the welfare of your family. You can't see when somebody is genuinely trying to help you. So you would rather support a bigot that is not doing nothing for you. A majority Senate leader who flat out is telling you he's supporting corporations before the small mom and pop businesses that probably everybody participates in some form of fashion. You're willing to support these people because of their views of race, the hatred that they spew out. You're willing to sacrifice your family for that. And you know, that's, that's some sick shit. This is how sick these people are. I mean, you think about it. Donald Trump received 75 million votes 75 million votes yes i get i'll, I'll play devil's advocate 15 percent of them are from corporate heads because he supports their business interests because i've always said if you make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or less you do not benefit donald from donald trump's policy you don't Benefit from Mitch McConnell's Senate because he's letting you know he don't give a rat's ass about you. But people, people keep supporting. And I, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. I got friends on Facebook, mostly white friends on Facebook. And I know they don't have two nickels to rub together 
but they support the Republican Party. And every time I ask these motherfuckers why they support this shit, the first thing jump out their mouths, something about Obama. Well, Obama did this, Obama did this. But when you ask them directly, how is this administration, this Senate, supports your household, they'll skip around everything but give you the truth. Just like these commercials that you're seeing on TV with the um, Senate race. This shit is crazy. This is absolutely crazy of the rhetoric that they are spewing. In fact, I gotta share a story with y'all. I, I guess, accidentally went to a Trump rally. I, I say Trump rally because, I mean, it was mega hats this, mega hats that, Trump banners, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, he's not, he, he lost. It was really, uh, it was, what happened was it was advertised as a gun raffle. I'm thinking I'm going to this gun giveaway, this place in Georgia, they were giving out, giving away guns at a raffle. Several, several guns. I mean, some real shit. So I'm thinking that, you know, you got to go there, stand in line, to submit your name and uh, I guess the raffle pot and they start pulling names. No, this thing was... A, it was a really a rally for the Republican candidates. The only candidate that showed up was Kelly Loeffler. But the point I'm trying to make is, while I was there, of course, I'm observing the clock. They, they milked it out. They didn't just like, okay, it's such and such time. Let's start the raffle. No, they, they made sure you stayed around from start to finish. So, of course, I'm like, I'm here. I'm, you know, had to park far away, walk. I'm like, okay. I'm down. Let's see what's going to happen. But what I could not help but notice, first of all, to hear the rhetoric that they were saying, the blatant lies that they were telling, it's incredible. Then to just sit there and watch the people believe this garbage, which was more amazing. But the thing is, let me share this with y'all. The thing is, you could look at the people, you know, they had the cheers and whatnot, but you could see that dim of hope, those, that ray of sunshine. When you see the Trump rallies on TV, it's not there. It's not there. Them people, I guess, like they said, cut the head of the leader off and the troops will scatter. Pretty much, this is what happened. You know, I think Kelly Lawfer, Brian Perdue, that I think they just pretty much, oh, did I say Brian Perdue? I can't even think. Perdue. Um, they, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say it's over, but based on that, that rally, it's, it's not there. It's, it's, it is absolutely not there. Now, and I believe that Donald Trump, he's pretty much, he's given up. And I believe he's feeling some kind of resentment 
from the Republican Party, he's probably feeling betrayed. He's probably feeling that they should have continued fighting all the way up to the inauguration because that is what he's planning on doing. But when you got individual Republicans saying, okay, you need to yield, you pretty much, you're making us look bad. We still got a job to do. He's not feeling that. So it's almost like, you know, it, it even said um, yesterday on, you know, Christmas Day, while the government is getting ready to possibly shut down, I think this weekend, not the government, but um, some of the, 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 um, the regulations from the first stimulus package where landlords can't put people out and all the utility companies can't start shutting off people's bills and stuff like that. This is due to expire either Sunday or Monday, definitely this week. And this, this guy's out playing golf at his country club. Still hadn't signed the bill. They said the bill is at one of his country clubs. You know, whether or not he's going to decide. You know, and I think in my heart, in my heart, I believe he's going to sign it. Now, where that will leave the American people is pretty much, it's, it's, it's not going to be nothing. It's not going to be nothing. And what I'm speculating, if the Democrats can take the Senate, maybe there's a possibility that another stimulus bill can be drawn up and submitted and passed. You know, but of course, you know, that's now, you know, how does that affect the Treasury? But anyway, that's a whole, it's a whole nother ball game. Last but not least, it was a story that I came across uh, maybe a couple of days ago on Facebook. This took place in May of 2019. And it was about, it was a video of where a police officer had pulled over a mother and her daughter and the daughter was driving and the daughter looked like she was about in her twenties, but she, you know, she had expired tags. Um, the next thing you see is the police officer manhandling the mother and the daughter. And of course the daughter was, was struggling more. And basically you, next thing you see the, Police officer literally slams the daughter to the ground. And I'm thinking, when I did my research in regards to this incident, you know, I'm looking to see if there was some type of administration suspension or something. But I guess because there, you know, I mean, there was nothing. There was, I mean, like I said, this took place in May of 2019. I mean, it's just amazing when you thinking that you can get away from this shit. 
I, I don't know. You know, you don't want to promote violence, but I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, here's, here's this child. She didn't come in this world by herself, meaning that mom had to have dad. And I'm thinking, you know, until we fend for ourselves, this shit is going to keep happening. You know, because I'm looking at the retaliation from the police department. Like I said, there was no, you know, a suspension. But I'm like, I'm trying to read also. It's like, did these officers disappear? Because whoever is the family of this child, they there was no retaliation. And see, in my opinion, this is the real problem. We look at everything that happened in the year 2020, particularly the police shootings. And yes, there, there have been tremendous a tremendous amount of things that have occurred. But what about some real retaliation? Some retaliation that'll make a person say, if I do this, this could happen. So I'm going to have second thoughts on doing this. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Um, as always, would love to hear your opinions. Love to hear your views. Whether you agree with me, disagree with me, I would love to hear it all. Also, my next podcast, what I plan on doing is a year in review. Just to show what 2020 was about. But until then, this is, there's a system to this madness podcast. I am Osaze Shabazz. Be safe. God bless. Take care.